0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Temple of the False Pod. where decks are not optimized, but our plays sure as heck are fun. I'm Andy. I'm Bruce. And uh, welcome back. Had a cool week about Temple's Treasures last week, so go check that out if you haven't. Yes. Uh, some red instants for you. Check it out after this episode, because this episode is mighty important. It's so important, in fact, that this topic we've talked about on the show probably multiple times, and, you know, for as important as we think it is. I think we're going to do it every season. Who knows? And
1: it's clearly not sinking in.
0: Hey, it's okay. It's okay.
1: We're going to keep trying, though.
0: We're going to keep I'll
1: trying. We'll keep trying. Yep.
0: If you are a longtime listener, uh, stick around. I'm sure we'll say something new. Uh, if you are right. new to this show, we love the land, Temple of the False God. If you didn't guess that, uh, weird. But uh, if you don't know, Temple of a False God is a uh, land, comes in, and taps for two colorless mana. But you can only activate it if you have five
1: lands. Oh Easy. no, Andy, that sounds terrible. That sounds I think like sounds one great. of the worst lands I've ever heard. Why would anybody run that, Andy? Bruce, you're fired. Uh, people would run that because it's
0: a land that produces two mana with very little restriction. Right um, but I've heard the argument that if you draw it before your fifth land, then uh it's useless it's a dead card, and you know what that's valid, but if you have gotten to the point where the only land you have in hand and this happens off if if you've gotten to the point where this hap this scenario happens often you draw your lands or you draw draw, draw say three times, and you still don't have. Five that lands, fourth land that fourth land before Temple of False God. You did something wrong. It's you're either mulliganing wrong, which is a whole other discussion. Yeah, we're not talking about mulliganing here. No, nope. what we're talking about here is upping your chance of getting enough land to play things. Yes, we've scoured the internet. We've done hours and hours of research. Uh, no, uh, we've we've noticed a, a trend where people say that the number of lands to play in your commander deck, your 100-card singleton deck, number of lands you should play, including basic and non-basic lands, is around 36, 37. Right. And we're
1: coming to tell you, you're wrong. You're dead wrong. It, it is just straight wrong. The only time you should ever be running 36 lands in your deck is if you don't have any cards in your deck that cost more than three. Mm. Those those Commander decks are out there. You guys go ahead and run your 36. I would still run 40 in those decks because I would like to cast cast maybe two of those spells every turn and not just one. But <laughs> hey, that's just me. That's just me. I know other people. They really like playing their Commander games where they get to do one thing every single turn and that's it. Because they don't have enough mana. Because they're running 36 lands, and they think that it's a, that the, the proper way to play is to run 36, be excited, and remember every single time that you got all your land drops. But forget all of the times when you didn't, and just sat there and did nothing because you didn't have enough mana. Mm. So this isn't just Andy and I saying, you need to run 40. We're going to give you the backup. So Andy is going to put the link in the show notes for uh, for a website. It's called mtgnexus.com. Now on the website, they have a hypergeometric calculator, which basically says, how big is your deck? How many copies of the cards are you running? How many car- how many cards have you drawn? How many cards are you hoping to have? And it will tell you the, the odds of that happening. In the case of lands, and I promise we're not, this will be the one and only time I'm gonna refer to the calculator And i'm going to be throwing all these ridiculous numbers at you because that's boring your deck size for every commander deck is 99. it says how many how many lands are you running 36 because apparently that's the appropriate number that everyone else seems to think is appropriate how many lands do you want to draw on consecutive turns let's say four for me personally i like to get six or at least five because i tend to play with more expensive commanders but Maybe your commander costs four. All of your key spells are only four mana. So you're like, you know what? If I, can hit, if I can get that four lands by turn four, then I'm doing all right. But by turn four, you've only seen 11 cards of your deck because you had seven in hand to start and you've drawn four times. Now, I appreciate maybe you've had a card draw spell in those first four turns. There's a good chance you haven't. Because you probably only have 10 of those in your deck. Some people have even less. Either way, let's look at this without the card draw. So the first four turns, you're looking to get four lands because you want to play one on your first turn, second, third, and fourth turns. Okay, so with 36 cards in hand, how many, what are the odds? Well, the odds say that 38% of the time, you're not going to find four lands congratulations, more than half of the time, you're going to get your four lands, you're going to be okay. Don't worry about it. 36, definitely the way to go. Or you could look at this and say, what? Almost 40% of my games, I'm not going to get four lands by turn four unless I'm adding ramp in? Why would that ever be an acceptable number to anyone? It is mind-boggling to me that anybody would think 36 lands when, when confronted with this 36 lands means that 38% of the time, you're not going to have the lands you need by the end of turn four. Andy, I'm finishing my rant. Jump okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> I agree. Um, I think the thing with lands uh, is that like they're required to play spells. And I think, like sure, you could think, like oh, but I've got ramp. But if you're playing rampant right. growth on turn three to make sure that you get your fourth land, then it's not ramp. Like, you're just... Like, if you're replacing your lands with ramp spells, one for one. Maybe even, like, your every, say, three ramp spells, you take away a land. It's still not, like, enough to really justify, like, cutting down your land. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is, like, I already have a hard time cutting spells, and I know that that's, like, a very common thing, right? Um, Because it's like, oh, I want to play this card. This card seems so cool. It has, like, this cool synergy. But if you take, like, extra care to, like, to, to, to criticize or not even criticize, but, like, and analyze certain cards within the context of a deck... You'll notice that, like, okay, like maybe it's not going to do the thing I want it to do every time that I play it, right? And I mean, I think that this is kind of where Temple of the False God, bo- uh, Temple of False God Temple comes False in, God. is like if you look at, say, this calculator, right? You put in ninety nine, mm. um, you put in deck size ninety nine. Copies sure. ran is going to be your other lands that aren't Temple of the False God, right? Uh, so thirty nine cards okay. drawn, say by turn. Five, I guess, is when you want to play it. Um, Say you already have it in hand. Uh, Card drawn 12. Odds to have four other lands. Um, By that point in the game of drawing, seeing 12 cards, you should have a 77.7% chance of letting Temple of the False God do its thing. And that's if you already have it in hand. The chances yep. of having Temple of the False God in your opening hand... Let's see. Chances of having Temple of the False God in your hand is 7%. Right. So, the chances of you needing five lands before... Or four other lands before turn five is already like... You're looking at such a specific view of this card. Right. If you're drawing it later in the game, great. Um, and that's, I mean, that's why we defend it so much. Uh, is because, right. like,
1: and, and I will say, this, yeah. is, this is where we bring up the mulligan. Right. If you've put Temple of the False God in your... If you've got Temple of the False God, wow, I, we're going to keep doing that, aren't we? If you yeah. put Temple of the False God in your deck, and you draw it on your opening hand, and you don't have enough other lands, then Mulligan.
0: Or just don't consider
1: it a land. You don't
0: even have to mull. Well, yeah. Well,
1: if exactly. you've got four
0: la- other lands, or say even you have three other lands, all you need yeah. to draw is one land. Then maybe keep it. But that's because you're keeping a three land
1: hand, not right. a four land hand. So don't look at, you know, when you hit turn four and you haven't drawn that fourth land, then you didn't play the temple wrong. Right. You were just unfortunate. That was, right. that was just bad luck. You've, you've drawn plenty more cards to be able to draw yet one more land. The odds say you should have done that. And I appreciate that other folks are saying, yeah, but those th- my 36 lands in, my, in my, my deck, I was saying, what was it, 30, 38% of the time, you're not going to get four lands by turn four. And then the response is, well, but then I would mulligan. I would not want to rely on my mulligan to fix the fact that I'm not running out of lands in my deck. Yeah. The mulligan, I mean, so many people mulligan simply by opening up their hand, looking at the lands and saying, "That's enough. I got enough land. I'm good." They don't look at the rest of the cards. You know what it turns out when you have a 40 card, when you have 40 lands in your deck? Most of the time when you open up that first hand, you've already got the lands you need. You're looking at the rest of the cards and deciding whether or not those are worth keeping. You've moved beyond just land. So for folks who are wondering while if you're running 36 lands, then 38% of the time, you're not going to hit that fourth land by turn four. What if you're running 40? It's 27% of the time. You're not going to have the fourth land by turn four. 37 versus 27. So instead, more, off, more frequently than just one in every three games, you're not going to have land to play. You run 40 and it's one in every four games when you're not going to have the land is that great i i still don't think it's great but i'm going to run the 40 right because I, wanna, I don't want i don't want to add even more
0: right and that's before you even draw your cards like that's that's the chances of you finding it mm-hmm. within the first uh, 11 cards of your deck right um and again i, w- I would argue ramp is negligible here like it, it shouldn't really take into account like there are aspects no. right well if your commander has ramp stapled onto it sure yeah but we're we're talking about general ideas we're talking about most of your decks should be looking at 40 to be your thing um my my other thing here is like like what i was saying before i already have i already struggle with cutting cards if you have that solid point of 40 you're gonna feel good about your draws period. Because you're going to be getting land early in the game, uh, and when you get it later in the game, you already, you now have spells to draw more out of the land. Um, Right. So, what you're doing here with having such a strict wall at 40, such a strict restriction really, is uh, okay, now that I have say, 46 or 64, 65 other cards to look at, I'm cutting it down to uh, 59 uh, to, like, really focus in. And it's making you do the critical thinking of, is does this belong in this deck? Whether through theme, through actual use, through is it just generic good stuff? It's it's what you want out of the mm-hmm. deck rather than nebly, nebulously there. Uh, right.
1: And that's important. It is. Um, Andy, you also mentioned ramp. If you are running 10 different different cards that help ramp your deck, the odds of you drawing one of them by the fourth turn of the game, odds of drawing one or less is 60%. That's one or less. So most of the games, when you can't get that fourth land by turn four, you're relying on your ramp to get you to that fourth land on turn four. Whereas if you're running 40 cards... That ramp is getting you to your fifth mana source on turn four, and there's a good chance. It, it, I mean, there's a number of games where you're going to get the second one. You can't rely on ramp. Ramp is not nearly as reliable as you think it is. There's only... If that's, and that's if you're running 10, 10 cards that, that ramp.
0: Sorry, how, what was the percentage you said? Because I have 69. Yeah, that's that's
1: seven like that's seventy percent straight up. Yeah, of one or less. Right. So seventy percent of the time, you're going to get just the one that you need to get back to where you're at. Yeah. Where where you would be already if you were running forty. So I'll take my forty and I'll take my ten ramp spells, and I'm gonna be at five. I'm gonna be at five. Have five mana available. You know, I, I'm just gonna keep rolling that way. I, I appreciate this becomes a, a tolerance level. I run 40. My, my games are super slow. So even if I didn't hit four lands by turn four, I'm probably still okay because we play, our games are so long. There's rarely pressure early on. How about your, how about your meta? Is your meta going to let you get away with 36 lands? Because you are definitely going to be behind. On, your, on yeah. your land counts. If you've got a meta that's slow enough that lets you get away with that, you go for it. Take your chances. I would still run 40, but you can take your chances at 36. Yes. Because you've decided that based on the percentages, I'm okay with that. I, I don't know. I, I think with that too, like
0: it, it then makes you rely on your meta, your playgroup, even just that game. It relies on you politicking the room Where it's like, oh like I I really need another land and then I'll go off or like I'll I'll get to do my thing. And then Mm -hmm. it's like, well, if they don't reward you that pity, then like, okay, like you don't have a strategy out of this now. Um you're
1: gonna be the guy guy who sulks. Right. Because somebody swung at you. It's like, oh man, I don't even have my lands. Like, well yeah, but that's your fault. Right. You didn't put forty. I don't know what to tell you. And for people who are in, in, in more, um, who are in metas that aren't as slow as mine, what, what is the downside to running more lands? The, people keep talking to me about the downside, meaning you get flooded at the end of the game because you're still drawing more lands than everybody else because you've got 40 and everyone else is 36. Yeah, yeah. But if you're in a meta that's super fast, you're not getting to that end game anyway. You know, you're not getting past turn 9, turn 10. Don't worry about what a 40 land card base is going to do to you on turn 15 when you need to draw an action spell, but you just keep drawing lands. Like, so? <laughs> Go with turn 9. Go with this. You need your lands. The shorter your game, the more you need the land. Yeah, absolutely. And you have to have it right away. There's a reason people don't want to run tap lands. Because it means you don't get that that land for that turn. Well, that's even that's more important the shorter your game is, because a higher percentage of the time your land is tapped and you can't use it. When we're playing, when those of us who are playing fifteen and eighteen round games, when you've got a land that comes into play tapped, you're missing it for five percent.
0: Right. And the people who are complaining about Temple of the False God are playing probably an overabundance of mana rocks. Because it's it's you know, it's not the fact that you're you've got the ability to have four mana before playing yeah. Temple of the False God. It's that you can play
1: it on turn five regularly. And that's the important part. Right. If you're running 40, Temple of the False God is rarely going to rarely going to hurt you. And if you've got a land that taps for two mana and it's rarely gonna hurt you, why aren't you running it? That's why we run Temple of the False God. It's just about just about your land count and the likelihood that you're gonna to get to those four lands before Temple gets played.
0: Yeah, it's funny too to think about too. Like, you know, we're we're talking about three different things here. We're talking about Temple of yeah. the False God as a card. Yeah. We're talking about ramp, and we're talking about yeah. consistent land. But the people who talk about consistent land and ramp are always like against Temple of the False God. But like the people it it's like if you are playing more ramp, Temple of the False God just gets better. You know, so it's yeah. like it—it's a good card. People play it, um, right? Especially, I mean, like I don't know, like it's—it's it's so bizarre to me to be like, well, I just want to play this one card, right? Uh, and short sure, tutors, tutors are things great. That essentially is replacement for the fact that you have you only have one copy of each card in your deck. But if you don't have tutors and you change a land into something else, you're not giving yourself a higher percentage that you are going to play that specific card. You're right. taking away percent a bigger percentage of how you're going to be able to play anything because you're getting rid of that land. Um, And so I think with 40, it is this, I mean, it's still not 100%, but it's a high enough percent that you can feel comfortable with the Mm -hmm. idea that, okay, I can either get myself out of this hole, uh, I have a high enough chance that I'm going to get to the number that I want by this certain turn, and I'm going to continue to be able to draw into spells without being too high of a chance that no. you're going to flood that's going to happen but as much as it's going to happen that you're going to
1: be manuscript right Andy. you mentioned tutors now most most of the ramp that you're using are probably tutors they're either tutors or mana rocks right think of it like this if you have a demonic tutor in your hand do you really want to use it to go get a land
0: do you how many times I've heard people say, like, oh, every time I play this card, it's just to go
1: find a land. Too often. Play more land. Right. And I realize, you know, look, it's a flexible card. That's something that it can do. It can help you out when you're getting mana screwed. Yeah. I'm not saying if Demonic you, if Tutor are
0: by any means. No,
1: but if you're running 40, you're going to use Demonic Tutor to go find land way less than if you're only running 36. Use your demonic tutor to go find a good card. Assuming that you're going to play with those with with those kind of tutors, it's a it's an obvious scenario. You've got a card that can get you anything in your deck, and you burn it to go and find a land. Just put enough of them in your deck. You the just turned cards, your demonic
0: tutor into Terramorphic Expanse. You know, yeah. like that's that's all you did
1: every other card in your deck there's only one copy there's 36 copies of lands and you're using the tutor to go find one of those 36 cards oh you should feel terrible you should feel horrible that you had to do that and if you're not running 40 lands you did it to yourself you've got nobody to blame
0: i think it's i think the my my final point i guess is like it is astonishing that adding four lands From 36 to 40 increases the chance of you getting the number of lands you need by a critical turn, 4 or 5, by 10%. Like, that is huge. Like, it goes... Like you said, it goes from 1 in 4 games not having that 1 mana to uh, 1 in 5 games. And that's... That could be your whole month of magic. Like, and only see it once that it's like, ah, like I just needed to draw an extra card. And that's where your card draw and your ramp comes in. But like, if you're not drawing into that as well, then it's like, well, if, if just having 40 compared to 36 is critical. If you're playing Magic as a numbers game, as, yeah. okay, like I'm trying to increase my odds for all these things, adding more land just means that you will be having more turns where you will be doing things.
1: Even if you've optimized your deck and, and you, you know, you don't have anything in there that costs more than four, maybe one card that costs five. More lands mean you get to play two of them a turn instead of just one. Yeah. I, we all know this. There's a reason we put ramp in the deck. It's because we want to get past that, that one land per turn limitation. So let your deck give you that one land every turn and use the ramp to go get more. The difference between 36 cards and 40 means there's four cards, four action cards in your deck that turn into lands. Take the four the four crappiest cards in your deck and set them aside and then look at them and say, my deck won't run without these cards. I, I have to have these cards. No, you don't. No, you don't. They're the crappiest ones in your deck. You're going to be fine. Oh, for sure.
0: You'll forget about them after two games. Uh, yeah. And I think with that too, like it's, it's, you know, like I said, that 10% chance of uh, being able to get that or more lands before that critical turn is not only essential, but if you look at it the other way, if you're taking away that 10% chance like, think about it that way. Like, if you don't want to think about it like, oh, you're giving yourself a better chance think about it as my first game of Commander, or my first deck, right? Like, I was building a deck, it was like, put 40 cards, or put 40 lands into it this is also from, like other people other Uh, resources other than you yeah. it's like alright start with 40 lands that's what you're doing by going down to 36 is you're getting rid of that 10% chance rather than going up to 40 to gain that 10% chance you're getting rid of that 10% chance you're going yeah. from 75 to 65% um, right. or whatever it was and that's huge like you're actively screwing yourself over by putting in only 36 lands
1: Andy you said it I want to say it again before we wrap. 36 lands means that one in every 3 games you are going to be mana screwed. Just four more means one in every 4 games you're going to get screwed. If you think that one in 4 games you
0: don't want to be mana screwed, that's what 40 games or that's what 40 lands gets you.
1: <laughs> like
0: you can, sure you can go above that, then you're going to probably flood out, but like it's astonishing how high of a chance you already have. Just by having 40 lands, how high of a chance you have to, to get mana screwed. Like, 25% is huge. That's a scary number. Right. And that's already by having a number that you think is too high. So...
1: Yeah. Do what you will. I don't care. Too many people look at it and say, by turn 4, I want 4 lands. That's 4 out of 11 cards... So 4 out of 11 cards extrapolated over 99 cards is four, is 9 times more. That's 36. 36 is enough cards.
0: And I want to reiterate, before we wrap this up fully, this is not situational. There are situations that are beyond to this, sure, but those are fairly niche. We're talking generally here. Like you said, if your curve stops at 3 or 4, yeah,
1: do the math on your own. I'll link it in below. This is so niche that virtually every single person watching, every single one of their decks, should be at 40. Yeah. Trust me, you will be happier in the long run. You will mulligan less. You will have enough lands to play all of your spells every turn. You will be happier, I promise you. Yeah. So if you uh, agree with us or disagree with us,
0: uh, I guess put it in the comments below. Uh, I don't don't care. I'll either argue or or not. We'll see. (laughs) But uh, we're here to tell you, forty is the perfect 40. number. Of forty. Thank you so much for hanging out. Thank you so much for listening. We're Temple of False Pod. We're on Optimized, but our play sure is hacker fun. I'm Andy. I'm um, Bruce. Thank you. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, if you are, press that subscribe button over there. Uh, it uh, you you get these directly to your feed every week on Wednesday. But that's gonna do it for us this week. Have a great night. Play some magic for me. Put in some forty lands into your deck. Well, unless you already have 40. Make sure the number's 40. uh, And may your fifth land, because you put in 40 lands, be the temple.
1: Bye!
0: Wait, wait. Before you go, I just wanted to say thank you for listening. You can reach out to us via email at falsepodmtg at gmail.com or on Twitter at falsepodmtg. Bruce is at ManaBurned, and I'm at Andy Weekend. though you'll definitely notice I use the podcast Twitter far more often. Now that we've got you here, make sure you subscribe, like, rate us on uh, whatever podcast platform you use. It helps us out. It gets us more reach. Subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. Uh, like a video there. Leave some comments for more casual enjoyment. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with some more timeless discussions about all things casual. So come hang out, and may your Fitland. Be the temple. Bye-bye. Should I do my best, Bruce? Bye!